You know what time it is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. I, I don't know what's going on in Kansas City, but you guys are tan, bro. <laughs> that is true. 30th anniversary. I told her, I said, I told her years ago, I said, you stick with me for 30 years, babe. I'm going to take you someplace nice. And she remembered. She held me to it. <laughs> so. Uh, so we just got back. Uh, yeah. It was such a great time. We had such a blast. 30 years. Congratulations. In a row. To Pretty each good. other. Yep, pretty good. So we went to a went to a resort, did the anniversary thing, and just you know, just really so much to be thankful for. Yes, so. that is true. Well, while you guys were living it up in style and enjoying each other and getting tanned, the rest of the world was falling apart. So oh, man. <laughs> and there was there was no news no news for about five days too. I know. So we're, <laughs> so we're, we're coming coming back and get up to speed. I mean, I, I'm not even kidding. This weekend was wild. Mm. I mean, the stuff that's coming out of the banking crisis and the things that are happening. So the the Treasury Department, Janet Yellen, I mean, not really truly like medically, but bipolar type decisions are, are coming out. So let's take a step back in time, right? So after Lehman Brothers collapsed eight years ago, the, the G20 nations get together in Australia and said, no more bailouts, no more too big to fail, right? Where these, these, are very expensive endeavors mm-hmm. for us to do, right? Yep. So they got together and said, this is our new policy, no more bailouts. So then Friday, when Silicon Valley Bank went under two weeks ago, Janet Yellen said what? It's like, hey, Silicon Valley peeps that you depositors there, you're, you have hope, but we're not going to bail you out. It's like, I'm thinking, what in the world? Their, their bank's going under, they're not going to be bailed out, but why should they have hope? Mm-hmm. So my thinking... It's a PhD economist. It's like, oh, yeah, of course. There's going to be bail-ins, right? They're going to bail yep. in, not bail out, and they're going to leave it up to the depositors and the taxpayers. Well, I was wrong, right? Because really what happened was the opposite of what she said she they were going to do because they just wanted to mislead, right? So so that weekend, they ultimately, ultimately bailed out everybody in Silicon Jeez. Valley, right? all of them, even the uninsured deposits. And so then on on. The 15th of March, you know, this is this, this, you know, coming mm-hmm. after them. Mm-hmm. she, she comes out and says, Hey, there's this article that I, that I read said, okay, we're not actually going to bail out any more banks though, moving forward. So, so they, that was their plan the whole time, right? Because it had to have been because she said they weren't going to bail them out on, on Friday. And then they bail out Silicon Valley bank over the weekend. And then the 15th comes along and they said, okay, we're, we're, we're not going to bail out any more defaulted banks moving forward. But why would they do that? So you look mm-hmm. at what Silicon Valley Bank is. They funded 44% of all of the tech startups, all the venture capital, right, mm-hmm. last year. So they've got all these tech companies, all their cronies, and they're saying, we can't let these guys fail. And, well, you know, they're building a central yeah. bank currency for us, right? We can't let them fail. So they bail them all out, and now everybody after that's not going to be bailed out. Well, here's the bipolar part of all of this, right? So that was on the 15th. Mm-hmm. The 21st of March, you know, today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. What did they say today? She she is actually speaking at the American Banking Association um, 
you know, confab meeting, whatever it is. Well, what's she going to say? She's going to say, because we saw the notes for it coming out, these are her pre-speech notes, that they're actually even smaller banks, they're going to actually be able to fund everybody. You know, Jeez. from so what this article says from Zero Hedge, there's $18 trillion of deposits in, in America. $18 trillion. That's 75% of our GDP. And now she's, you know, flip-flopping again. It's like, oh, no more bailouts after, after the Silicon Valley Bank. But then, oh, well, even smaller banks, you know, we're going to cover all their deposits too. They don't know what to do. I mean, this is the problem. Wait, they, wait, they, when, they, when they say we're going to cover it. Yeah, where's the money coming from? Well, I mean, is, is, is it is, is it my imagination, or does it seem like like COVID, where it's like, oh, we'll just print more, we'll just make more money, you know? And I say make money, I mean literally, like make it. It's like you know, just in the cloud, you know, just it's like it's like it's like calling up your your credit card company and say, hey, can you increase my limit about ten grand because we're gonna go uh, on this vacation. We're going to go to Vegas. Can you do this? You know, or something like that. Can it's kind of like that. It's not really. You don't have more money. You just create more debt that you know you're probably never going to pay back anyway. It's irrelevant. Like it's like it's like if you have a couple that's getting ready to go bankrupt and they know it, and they got ten grand on a credit card, so they go to Vegas because mm-hmm. you know it doesn't matter. You just take the yeah. kids. Let's do the thing because they, they can just spend because it's it, they, they they're they're crashing the currency anyway. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the guy that runs the printing press at the Fed, he, he's probably got a cot there. Maybe just made it, put it in the bedroom because they never leave, right? They're constantly printing money. And so this is where it comes from. Mm-hmm. It's not coming from federal tax revenues. We don't have it. Mm-hmm. Wages are going down and people aren't spending money and retail sector stinks. And, and it's not coming from taxes because what are the taxes that it could come from? Well, Property taxes are coming down because real estate stinks. Income taxes are coming down because under Biden's economy, people aren't working and they're not making as much, right? Right. So those income tax, property tax, corporate taxes, sales taxes, I mean, they're all down. So therefore, it has to come from the printing press, right? Mm -hmm. It's not not coming from other countries buying our U.S. treasuries. It's not coming from foreign capital inflow. Why? Because the petrodollar is being dismantled. There is no capital inflow coming into U.S. treasuries. So therefore, it has to come from the printing press. Mm. And this is going to cause so much inflation. We have no idea. Hey, Carl, I want to show you a tweet. I, I was following a thread on this this weekend on Twitter, you know, kind of getting up to speed on that. Um, see if we can put it up on the screen. Um, uh, the person basically said this was this was underneath of a of another tweet. They were talking about you know these these situations. He said he said defaults hurt the wealthy and the politicians. Inflation hurts the poor. This guy says there's zero question which way that those in power are mm-hmm. going to go in this. When you look at something like um, how many politicians are going to speak out against Pfizer? Well, none because, because they, they're being they, paid they by own them. them. How mm-hmm. many are going to speak out against the the banks? None because they own those guys. And so inflation mm-hmm. over time doesn't hurt the wealthy. It hurts the middle class. It hurts mm-hmm. the average Americans. It hurts you. It hurts us. It hurts regular. The people are our, our listeners. I mean, it's it's it the bailouts only help people that probably nobody watching this show, nobody in this room will ever meet. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you know, and, and and it's not it's not the people that go to your church. It's not the people that that you're you know ever going to do Thanksgiving with. It's 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 a small group of people that are at the top of these institutions. The, the bailouts save their keisters, mm-hmm. and they keep that going. And then eventually, inflation will take care of it by printing more money. That's the way out. Is that is that kind of the look at, of of what they're going to do? They got those two choices, and you know which way they're going to go. I mean, that is the two choices. I mean, mm-hmm. Salty Alaska, whoever that was, had it yeah, right. Some right? Dudes. Yep. Yeah, I, I like I like the name, but I know. But, <laughs> but he's absolutely right because when they print money to bail out their banks and their cronies and all of these people that they mm-hmm. don't want them to lose money, so they get their money back. So as as a depositor, we should just be ticked, right? Because right, so we got our money in this bank and we we were trying to sit in cash. Because most of my clients that call me, they're, they're saying, hey, Kirk, I, I'm sitting in cash. I got out of the markets. I've been listening to you. Mm-hmm. Got out of the stock market. Got out of the bond market. I just got my money in cash in the bank. Cool? It's like, well, no. It's like, you, you don't understand what banks do. So when you put money in the bank and you're sitting in cash, what are they doing with it? Mm-hmm. Well, right. Investing in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, other companies, just like you would. They're invested in the same things that you were. And you thought you got out and you put it in the bank and they're doing the same thing. So you got out because it was coming down. They're just mm-hmm. coming down way more money, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh my word, no wonder these banks are failing, right? So so it, when they get bailed out with our money, basically it's right. our mm-hmm. inflation, right? It, it hurts us and they get the benefit from it. And it's just it's just disgusting. And so to hear that, that Yellen wants to basically bail out every bank, you know, $18 trillion worth, it's like, come on. We don't have $18 trillion laying around. We don't actually have anything because we have $32 trillion worth of debt. Right. And we spend $4.8 trillion a year in, in income. So what's what's $32 trillion divided by, by five? Let's well, going to take <laughs> If we spent all of our income mm-hmm. every single year just to pay off the debt, it would take six years or so to just pay down the debt. That's that's if we didn't actually spend any money on anything on ever. Right, we and just we, and we've done we've done shows in the past. The Roman Empire fell when they got to what percentage of their? You did this whole thing about the Roman Empire, and I forget yeah. the guy's name. That's the it's a thirty three percent, thirty three percent. Clodius, when they got to thirty three percent, they they felt what percentage do we spend on on all entitlements put together, all every program that ninety percent. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So we're already I mean, at ninety ninety percent before on on day one of the fiscal year. Ninety percent of our money is gone, just covering all the basic mm-hmm. programs. Yeah. And then, and then numbing. And then mm-hmm. now this, and, and, and it's, now it's this. not going to last. They, they, it's not going to work, nope. but the, the nope. world can go crazy without your world going crazy. That's, That's right. why I love this show. I, f- I mm-hmm. feel like talking to you each week, the crazier it is actually the more encouraged I am because mm-hmm. you have hope. It's like, you're going on the Titanic. You're like, I think we might hit an iceberg. Oh, I think we just hit an iceberg. Oh, we definitely hit an iceberg. Definitely and, have a lifeboat. But, but like we have the lifeboats. Mm-hmm. You have a way of people avoiding that. So it's like, it, as, as bad as that all is, it, it, I, I feel more hopeful because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, I'm hopeful that like, hey, we got a way out for people that choose. Mm-hmm. Well, we do. And, and that's to be out of banks, right? I mean, the, this contagion that's spreading Silicon Valley Bank had $173 billion in, in checking savings accounts, right? But it spread. It spread to Europe. Mm-hmm. So over the weekend, while you guys are getting tan, <laughs> <laughs> Credit Suisse basically almost went under, 
right? So, oh, so Saudi Arabia, during this contagion, Saudi Arabia, who's the largest shareholder in Credit Suisse, and they're a big, massive bank, right? They have mm-hmm. $1.3 trillion in checking and savings deposits. Not, a, not $173 billion like Silicon Valley Bank, $1.3 trillion. Wow. So, so when, when Saudi Arabia said, uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're concerned that you guys are, are messing things up and this contagion is spreading, we're going to stop giving you money. There was one day last week that their share value came down over 20% in just one day. So then this was over the weekend. UBS, even a, a little bit larger European bank, bought them. So they, they bought Credit Suisse for $3.2 billion. Wow. Do the math here. Either, either that was the biggest bargain in the history of the world because they spent $3.2 billion to get a, a bank that has $1.3 trillion in checking and savings accounts, or it was the worst use of money ever. Because when you, when mm. you think about it, and I was thinking about this you know, this morning, it's like, how much debt does, does Credit Suisse have? Right. right. So, That's a good question. so we, don't, we don't really know because of the, we don't have the access to those numbers. It's a European bank. But a bank of equivalent size in America. So look at look at JP Morgan Chase. They have $55 trillion or so in derivatives debt. Mm-hmm. Look at JP or look at uh oh Goldman Sachs. They have over $50 trillion in derivatives debt. Look at Citibank. They have like 40 something trillion dollars in mm-hmm. derivatives mm-hmm. debt. Look at 47. Look at Bank of America, 19 trillion, right? So the three largest banks have more more derivatives debt than the entire national debt of America, right? Wells Fargo, $12 trillion. So let's put Credit Suisse kind of in that range. They probably have maybe $10 trillion of derivatives debt, even if they had $1 trillion, Who cares, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> because this UBS just bought their bank for $3.2 billion. What did they acquire? Probably a trillion dollars worth of debt. Of debt. Not their obligation. It's like, why would I pay anything right. to get that? I mean, seriously, why? Well, the reason they did it is because if Credit Suisse went down, the entire banking system globally goes down because they're so big. Man. And so UBS had to do it to protect their own butt because they would have fallen with the contagion spread of another bank that's huge that has $1.3 trillion in assets. So this is where we are. We're in a world where mm-hmm. bank money isn't safe and people assume that it's safe and it's yep. not. This is why we shout it from the rooftops. It's like, okay, we've got a solution. We've got a plan. Go into something that's yeah. growing. We have a Monday lifeboat. Of- <laughs> yes, here's your lifeboat. Yeah. Monday of last week, bank stocks were coming down 10, 20, 30, 50, 60% in one day. Silver went up 6.5%. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. So the flight for safety that's happening as people flock to tangible assets is huge. That's our life raft. That's our lifeboat. This is how we should protect and preserve mm-hmm. and grow our portfolio. So you don't have to worry about banks failing. And, you know, if you're allocated properly, you can grow in times like this and not have to worry about, oh, my word, is my bank next? Right. See, because I've been saying for a couple of years now, pecking order of safety, credit unions are the safest, regional mm-hmm. banks right after that. But I would stay away from the big boys, you know, the, yep. the JP mm-hmm. Morgan cities and the one-off mom and pops because they don't have enough capital to withstand a storm if they only have one branch. So here's the problem with that. That's been true because the way that credit unions are owned, they're owned by their members. They're never going to do anything real squirrely, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the first time 
and that I can ever remember, a credit union just went into liquidation. Wow. The Federal Credit Union in New York just got a notice from the National Credit Union Administration that they're being liquefied. They're, they're going under. So it's like, man, not even the safest of the banks in this contagion of banks spreading, you know, this debt cycle. It's yeah. time to pay the pipe or, or even safe quote bank. Nothing is safe in a falling economy, but that they're generally the safest. But now one of them went under, too. So here's the thing. Gold and silver don't go to zero. They never have. These no. banks could go to zero tomorrow, mm -hmm. just like Enron did, just like FTX did, just like BlockFi did, right? They can go to zero overnight. Things never go to zero. Allocate into safety, minimize risk, maximize your return. We can help you with that. That's why I have a smile on my face because yep. there is a solution in this world where everything's gone mad. Yeah, and it's huge. and it feels good helping people. Yeah. Every single person that, that that reaches out to us that's got a hold of you and then with your team, it's like, oh, mm -hmm. good. Because if they're able to sleep at night, because you guys have a piece of silver here, I could bury this in my backyard. And it's going to be worth something 100 years from now or, or two years from now, or whatever. I can take a shoebox or a tin can and put a bunch of cash back there. It's not going to be worth anything, yep. you know. So you're helping people out and get out of that. Or, I mean, if you're watching this right now, think, I don't know if this is me. Are you, are you thinking we're going to pay off this debt and the dollar is going to continue? I mean, is that, is that your plan? Is your plan really that you have a shoebox of cash, whether that shoebox is in a mutual fund or whatever mm -hmm. else, that that cash is going to, like, they're, they're going to turn this around somehow? Which elected official do you think are they going to are they going to make Thomas Sowell the president, mm. you know, and and somebody that's resp I mean no they're going to the the people that are in charge are going to get probably crazier and the dollar is going to be worth less. There's just there's not a turnaround on that point, but that doesn't mean it has to affect us. That's right. It just means you just don't participate in mm -hmm. the craziness anymore. The the circus can keep going, but you can say no time out. Let me step off of this thing and then let it keep spinning. That's right. You get into right. God's money. You can go to fly over gold. Dot com. When you go there, it's a landing page, great information, some videos you can watch. When you scroll down to the bottom, though, there's a place that you can fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever to find out what are your options, what can you do, or you can also call 720-605-3900. Yep. Don't wait. Do it today. And don't you don't, don't need a million bucks. Every time, if you look at something you're buying, it's like 100 bucks. It's like, oh, that's that's four pieces of silver. Yep. <laughs> you know, I mean, you don't need a lot, but every single mm -hmm. thing you do, that's something now you're in the game for something that can appreciate. And that's what these guys can help you with. That's right. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. You wow. The, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy 
that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.